Welcome to the Sunday edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. Hot on the heels of a goalless draw with Solihull Moors in the FA Cup first round down at the Diesel Wee Stadium. In the virtual studio this afternoon, we've got myself, Barry, Paul and Adam. How are we doing, fellas? Yeah, yeah not too bad. Excellent stuff. Straight into it. Nil apiece. I thought the keeper had a, a fantastic game yesterday. Boot his name. Uh, I don't know much about him, apart from he looked quite decent. I think he's definitely the man of the match, wasn't he? Uh, for both sides, I think. If you were going to call the man of the match yesterday, I think it was him. Well, he had a superb game. Um, commanded his box well and made two or three very good saves. Perfect goalkeeping performance. Uh, one in particular, Paul, right at the start of the game, wasn't there, from uh, Guion Ed- Edwards. Uh, who it's a twenty-five yarder and he, he tips it around the post for a corner. Yeah, I mean that was that was the the start, wasn't it? I, I mean, as a, as a keeper, you make a save like that right at the start, it puts you in a good mood for the rest of the game. I mean, I actually collared him as he was coming off because you know, as you know, they come off pretty close to us and and give him a some applause. Yeah, normally I'm, I'm abusing opposition players, but you know, it's that slight non-league patronising effect and. I think you can afford to be nice to them, expecting to beat them. It's you know, it's like if you've got a team that's in your division, you give them stick to train, wind them up for the second half. I've seen he, he tweeted Paul. Uh, he tweeted some out saying it was greatest moment of his career when he saw you clapping. <laughs> I think we'll start off with the with the Solihull Moose team. I was going to say uh, with the selection uh, selection, but Solihull Moose team as a whole, I thought they looked quite quite decent. Uh, they're not the ball looked nice. We were told about Sabara before the game and uh, he didn't disappoint. I thought he was superb in the middle of the park for them. For those who don't know, it was their number seven, former Burton Albion player, only 22. Uh, looks like he could do a job in the football league to me. From my perspective, it's, you know, there are, there are players who are playing in the National League that are probably above League Two because, you know, often you can pay better salaries um, in the National League. So I, I've no doubt that two or three of their players could easily play at least in League Two. I actually thought yesterday as well, you know, we didn't have a bad midfield in there and, you know, he, he didn't look out of place, did he, really, against, you know, against Power and Bayless. So, you know, you've got to say, he probably raised his game another level, which you often do, you know, when you're playing in a you know big stadium against FA Cup winners and Premier League team, but former Premier League team, but that said, he was still, I thought, you can only play who you're playing against, can't you? And I thought he was superb. Yeah, I thought their number 10 had a decent game as well. I don't know what his name was, but he, he played quite well. And, and they all acquitted themselves reasonably well, didn't they? You know, it's not, not like you could look at a full-back and say, oh yeah, he was on toast all, all through the game. I mean, that was the problem. We had plenty of possession, and, and for me, the word was patience. And we had lots of that. And we just, you know, every time we tried to go forward, we, did, we didn't do it with a great deal of pace. And, and that allowed them to just be sharp enough to, to cut us off most of the time. Yeah, Osborne, the number 10, Paul, that you're thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Williams at the back as well, I thought was quite decent for them, the centre-back. They defended very well, uh, threw, threw bodies in, in, the, in the way. But our team selection, we couldn't, we couldn't grumble about the team selection, could we? Um, and I'd like to grumble about the team selection in the sense that if we're going to put out a team that strong, and, and I think to a man, the Latics supporters in the stadium saw the team sheet and thought, 
oh, that's stronger than I was expecting. If we're going to put out a strong team, why do we not advertise the fact that we're putting out a strong team and try and get a few more people in the ground? The, the, the strength of that team, had people known it was going to be that strong, may well have swayed one or two into turning out that didn't. Yeah. We'll, come, we'll come to the attendance in a moment, yeah. so we'll leave that. I think we played okay. We put some good moves together. We created chances. I mean, if I come to the stats now, uh, with 13 shots, six of which were on target. So that's not a bad return. Dariqua and Kerr uh, both got boots as well. And with 57% possession. So I, I think we, we did, you know, we, we, we did play positively in the game and we did get into the box and we did put... Uh, Balls in, there were some cracking crosses going in, and we got bodies on the end. I just thought they defended really well. If I was a Solio Moore's supporter, I'd be so proud of, of, of my team for the way they played yesterday. And for me, the, the, the lad who really took his chance yesterday for me was Guion Edwards, who came on as a substitute up at Fleetwood, had a good 10, 15, 20 minutes or whatever it was, and continued on Saturday, right from the, the get-go. I thought he, he was superb. It's giving the manager the right headaches, isn't it? I thought he was brilliant on Tuesday and probably man of the match. He would have been my choice. We look at the uh, the votes that's been cast on both the Facebook page, which was none at all, and uh, the Twitter account, which was quite quite numerous. Uh, Gwion <laughs> Edwards has basically walked away with man of the match for yesterday's performance. So... Well done, all the Twitter users, and a, a very sensible choice. Right, let's get to the uh, attendance then. Uh, yesterday, there was 2,842 supporters on that ground, 304 which had come up from Solihull. Without it being too critical, I'd say it was disappointing from my point of view. I thought there might have been 3,500 at least. I was very disappointed with it, to be honest. People have short memories, you know, for me. I just think, you know, we, we got to a point, didn't we, where last season we nearly lost the club. We haven't been watching any football matches for a long time. Everybody said never let it happen again and not be complacent about it. And, you know, our first FA Cup match back, you know, this is a side who's won the FA Cup. We're in a semi-final a year after and, and have had a quarter-final. We've done ourselves justice for, you know, a lot of the time in the cup and the people can't be bothered turning up. And I just, I, I expected a bit of a drop-off, but it disappoints me, really. I mean, the club could have gone five quid cheaper, but I, I don't think it would have made that much difference. I think people, they're not conforming to what they were pretty much saying this time last year that we you know we it'd be a disaster if we lost the club you know for me I just I just think it's very poor and it's not going to look very good if I was sat there Talal and uh, the owners I'd be looking at that and saying the Wigan public who really want a football team do they do they want a football team I bet I tell you what I bet half of them watching a bloody Manchester derby in the pub spending five pound a pint that's three pints and then you've got your mark. Just to add a bit of context to it, Fleetwood just there played Burton Albion, the 1,300 on there. MK Dons were at home, 2,800. Charlton Athletic were at home, just over 3,000. And their tickets were a tenner. Low attendances all round. And if we have a, a little look back at some of our previous attendances at this stage, Crawley at home, attracted 3,200. 
Bury away, which you know you'd think would take a, an extra large following to Bury. There was only just over three thousand on for that game. I know it's not the same competition, but the League Cup back in twenty nineteen as a Championship club playing another Championship club. We played Stoke City. There were three thousand eight hundred on. So it looks like the apathy is about cup competitions until we get to the latter stages, and then everybody jumps on the bandwagon, or unless we get a, a, a tie that. A, What's the appetite like filed away? I remember last year talking about last year. People were saying uh, for the Charlie game, if if fans were were allowed in, we'd get fifteen twenty thousand on for that. After yesterday's attendance, you probably think we'd have been lucky to have got five thousand. I, I agree. The context is there, and and but for the fact that we never went out of business, I would have been kind of saying, yeah, because I mean, going back to the Premier League days, 4,000 versus Hull, you know, two Premier League clubs with a, for a, that was a third round tie, of course. So I do, I do get that there will be a drop off with the cup, but I just, I just think particularly this season, you know, where we've, where we've come from, I just want more people to just get behind us really. And, you know, come back and support's been so good in the league so far. Oh, um, by the way, they were all there for the Bolton game. Because it's a tasty, it's a tasty game. I mean, it, for me, that's an inferior competition, far inferior competition. But yeah, people will turn up for Bolton because they, they like the rivalry rather than. So really, it's more about who you're playing. This like obsession with Bolton rather than obsession with Wigan Athletic. You know, they should be all coming supporting Wigan, not because we're playing Bolton. I, I, I just don't understand it. No, I honestly don't. I'm, I was really angry yesterday after the game. I could tell. There was steam coming out of your ears. Or was that when you were running for the train? I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when you were running for the train, that one, it? Because you, yeah. you had to get to Manchester Sharpish. Right, OK, let's move on. We're moving on to Wednesday evening. So we've we've knocked it on the head to Tuesday night football. We're going to Wednesday this week. And we're, we're in uh, another cup competition, so I dread to think what the attendance is going to be like on Wednesday. Uh, Shrewsbury Town are in town. Shrewsbury Town are in town uh, to play in the pizza trophy. And uh, it's a game we have to win if we want to progress. Well, let's have a bit of ref watch. The referee on Wednesday night will be Scott Oldham, who is from Portland Fylde, And he's refereed us once before, and that was a 1-1 draw against Plymouth at home last season where he booked Curtis Till. This season, he's refereed 15 games so far. He's dished out 38 yellows, two reds and two penalties. So in terms of the previous, uh, we've played Shrewsbury 19 times, six wins, eight draws and five defeats. First meeting was a 1974 cup match, 1-1 away and a 2-1 win in the replay at home. Be interested to see what the crowd was at that one, Barry. Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you now if you want. The crowd at that game, uh, which Tommy Gore and Albert Jackson scored in to give us uh, the 2-1 victory, was 11,860. And in round two, we were drawn against Mansfield Town and at home. We, we forced a one-all draw there and there were 15,500 on for that game. Yeah. Just quickly on last season, uh, we drew one all at home and uh, we won 2-1 two, one, two, one away. I think that was in the middle of that good run that we were, we were having that pretty much took us to safety. So I was surprised, actually, that, you know, we've only just edged it, haven't we, in terms of the wins, just six six wins to us and five five to them, which I, I was a bit surprised about. But I suspect recently we've, we've had a better record, I think. 
Yeah, when we first came into the league, Shrewsbury was like a, a top end of League Division Three. I think they played in the second division uh, for a couple of seasons as well. So they were they were a good side, and when we met them in the cup competitions. Obviously, we just talked about the FA Cup though, but we also played them in the League Cup, and they knocked us out of that. And, and they were they, they always had a good 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 side. Graham Turner was the manager. He was a well known uh, manager in the lower leagues. Did quite well. Did Gary Shaw play for them, the Villa striker? I seem to remember the former Villa European Cup winner. Who took a dive at Springfield Park and won them a penalty when they knocked us out of the League Cup in 1981. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he did. I hope they kicked him if he did, because that was a disgraceful dive. <laughs> that's, that's the previous, anyway. Right, team selection. I think there's going to be... Uh, it'd probably be an under-23 side, won't it, that we're putting out. It's only £5 a ticket, and it's... It was buy one, get one free for the first 50 that came along. So, under 23s, do you think we'll see the likes of Carragher, Long, Tello Asgard probably get a run out? Well, I'll tell you, Long, Long you might have to play because, uh, you know, to give him a game because it's not looking too good with their centre-halves, is it, at the moment? If Watmore's got a knock, Naylor and Tilt went off. Sorry, not Naylor and Tilt, Watts and uh, Tilt went off. You know, so we're, we're a bit short, aren't we, at centre-back at the moment? So, yeah, so Long will need some game time. Uh, Scott Smith will play one as guard. I was interested where Massey was yesterday. I thought that I thought Massey might have been involved yesterday. So I don't know if he's got an injury as well. I don't, was he on the bench? Uh, no, he wasn't, no. But we've a fortnight now until our, our next league game, haven't we? So it gives people time to recuperate and shake off those little knocks and tweaks. I don't think there'll be too much panic. I mean, the only problem is, from what I'm when you're looking at it, is obviously Derek was going to be suspended for the first game by Oxford United. So we're going to be a defender down there anyway. Maxi will play right back in the league one, and you'd think, well, then we're short in midfield, aren't we? As well, so. so it's going to be probably the battle of the under 23s. So let's let's get some predictions then. I'm going to go for, I think Steve Humphries will, will, will start this game up front. Tello Asgard will be in the side as well. I actually think we're going to win this one 2 0. Yeah, I think, I think. You know, a lot of the changes that you're alluding to are right. Um, we've treated this as a, as a game time competition rather than a, a massive desire to progress, you know, balancing the, the, the two things. I'll go with a 3 1 and a fairly sparse crowd. I'm going to go for 2 1, Wigan. A seven o'clock kickoff, more than likely going to be grabbing our tea at the game. So just a, a, a fair warning to anybody in the West Stand, because that's where we're all sitting. The Hot Dogs will be making an appearance on Wednesday evening. Hot Dogs in attendance. We've not really had a, a toilet talk about the Latic. Supporters Club bar yesterday. No toilet roll in one of the cubicles. So I fed that back to the team. Uh, generally a good toilet, although it was very cold in the toilets yesterday. Really cold in those in those toilets. So usually a good toilet at Latix. You know, not 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 the greatest day in the toilets history yesterday. So hopefully they'll get that sorted. So if there's no toilet roll, what did you use? I went into the other cubicle, Barry. I always uh, I, I I didn't do a schoolboy error and uh, not check it before going. So. Uh, I, I used the other cubicle. And what was the quality of the toilet? Was it Andrex quality or was it... Uh, yeah, it was, or... it was de- it's decent decent toilet roll, to be fair. It's not like I used to have a, that stuff at school that were like tracing paper. The replay for the Tolio Moose game is scheduled for the 16th of November, which is a week of Tuesday. Uh, there's talk that it may be selected for TV 
<laughs> Let's see. Also, they go. Uh, I've heard that they usually give a thousand tickets out to opposing fans. So let's see if that happens as well. So without further ado, a goodbye from me and up the ticks. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. Up the ticks.